Thank you for tuning in to another episode of We Hear Man. Since you're listening, you've probably noticed we're everywhere. Anchor.fm, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play, just to name a few. But we need you all to be sure to subscribe and give us your reviews. Let us know how you like the show. And if you can't give five stars, reserve judgment for another day. But thank you again for listening. And remember, we here, man. What's up, family? It's Nella B. And it's CV. And we here, man. We here. I hope everybody out there is having a splendiferous week. It's hump day. That's an SAT word, people. It's not. It's not a word. It's I not? made it up. Oh, damn. That's not a word? I don't think so. I've heard it so many times. From me? <laughs> oh, yeah. I guess I started to like believe that shit was a word. Like That's it, fucking shame. In college, uh, my roommate and I were... Pretty much nerds. When I look yeah. back, I'm trying to figure out how it was that we were popular, but we, <laughs> yeah, we would make up words, <laughs> and we thought it was hilarious. And one of her one of her words was fantasticisms. Word. Yeah. I, I used a word that um I thought was a word because one of my favorite poets actually said it or wrote it in a poem. It was kidlicious. Okay, that sounds like a fake word. Yeah, but it was Robert and, Frost, and it and it sounds a little it perverse. Was, I think it was Robert Frost, if I'm not mistaken. Somebody Google that. I have to look it up, but I know. <laughs> yeah, he. One of my favorite posts, and I, I believe it was him mm-hmm. that wrote that. Yeah. Yeah. So my roommate would yell at people. I hope you exuberate fantasticisms today. Right. And they would. Laugh. She's fucking brilliant. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, yeah. nobody ever questioned us, and clearly we got away with it, and you thought they were real words. So, we're here. And uh, this week has been extremely trying for me for a number of reasons. Um, my baby boy started... Yes, I, I claimed him all of my own. He's not CVs anymore. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, I was looking at her, y'all, and he y'all really can't see was, that. really was, like... I just thought about that shit. They can't see me. Do you have another kid that I don't know about? But, yeah. no, so our son started <laughs> he school. He does look like he came just from you. Yeah, a lot of people say that. Yeah. But he started school this week, and, you know, this is not out of the ordinary. I mean, a lot of people's kids started school this week. Um, I'm not on Facebook, like, strong, so I didn't really see, like... All the, all the back, back to school, school pictures. pictures. Oh my god! So I don't really care. They I just want to see they mine. They gave me the feels, all Fuck of them, that. because I'm because I'm watching these kids go to school, and I'm like, I am old. Like uh-huh. <laughs> there are kids that I remember that were Jackson's age when I met them, yeah. and now they're like driving themselves to school. They're like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Who do you know juniors and seniors in school. <laughs> like That's crazy. These, I mean, the parents are not on age with me, but oh, I do. I like, but yeah. we do have friends. Who have yeah, 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 high know. school age kids like going into ninth grade? I got a friend that got like a twenty two year old. Yeah, see, so it's crazy, <laughs> but um, you know, so it's not an ordinary that he'd be going to school. It's not the first time he's gone to school, but it's the first time he's gone to school like really unaccompanied, 
And so CV's mom and I were texting all day Monday, like, are you okay? <laughs> okay, because really? I'm not okay. Y'all yes. terrible, man. <laughs> I sent her a text and I was like, I miss you. I really want to text you and ask you <laughs> how my son is doing today. And when I left, I'm just not sure how he handled it. Like, I was yeah. very and emotional. And Jackson was fine. <laughs> Totally I do that shit. fine. I and, do that shit. and he was like, Mom, when you left, some some parents were still there. And I was like, Really? And he was like, Yeah, but I was fine. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm just letting you know. He was like, I want you to know, like, I didn't want you to be there. <laughs> right. There were some parents. I'm just letting you know, other people were there. Like, I wasn't one of the crying kids. And and that's really all I can ask for at this point. Um, I hit the third trimester like two weeks ago. Right. And it was like. Are you almost done? Instantly, I hit the third trimester, and I I heard the Mortal Kombat dude go finish her, and I've been sick <laughs> every day since. Yo, man, so shit is that. so worse, man. I feel bad for her, actually. Like I've been an asshole in some cases, mm-hmm. and um, I just wanted to be known. Hey, look, you don't have to co-sign that shit. Oh, I'm sorry, I was just a little parched. Oh, okay, yeah, water. drink your water. But <laughs> I was, you know, I was a little bit of an asshole in some things I say, but I mean, I literally seeing her like heaving ridiculously so i mean just today i was like get in bed (laughs) (laughs) so it's definitely not pretty but we'll be 30 weeks on friday so uh, home scratch home stretch i mean ain't nothing left but to do it so yeah man seven's almost here and we i don't and i'm still not ready but you know whatever i damn sure ain't ready (laughs) <laughs> I, I tell you that now. I'm starting to have Braxton Hicks contractions, so I know that's just the practice. That's the warm up, the calm before the storm. So everybody's telling me she's gonna come earlier. She's gonna come earlier, and I'm like, dude, the way my days are set up, like she needs to come on time. Don't like, rush it. <laughs> ain't nobody got time for all that. I'm not stuff. rushing shit, man. I'm I'm not rushing anything. Everything's gonna be slow. I'm gonna let her blow her spit bubbles. I'm gonna let her not do shit. <laughs> And it's, it's oh man, because it happens so fast, and you really think when your parents say that say that to you, like okay, shut up. This you think about forever. the sentimental side of it, like oh, I'm gonna no, miss I, the moment. I think about the kid. Oh, like when you were a kid, and your mom would say, "Oh, this summer flew by," and you were like, "No, it didn't. No, it didn't." Or or no, summer, the summer did, flew yeah. By. But you'd be like the school year, and you'd be like. Oh my God! Monday was literally forever. six days. <laughs> Monday was six days. I mean, that's um, the school is draining. Yeah. All you do is sit down in one building for a whole day. And as adults, we have things to do every day. Kids don't have stuff to do every day. Yeah, like you got too much things like on the calendar, like the, through the course of work, and then coming home and actually like doing responsible shit. Yeah. Paying bills and being and like God knows bills and... come by so fast, right? Exactly. And you're like, I just paid this. Yeah, what is this much. about? But, you know, speaking of bringing structure into our life, we are also trying to bring a little structure into your lives, people. So that, you know, one of the things I had been hearing, especially because I've been scatterbrained, is I love today's show. It was all over the place, but it was good. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they said to you? It's really just my friends. Oh, yeah. You know? My friends don't really give me, like, much feedback. They just be like, yo, man, good episode. Oh, my friends are like co-producers. Yeah. They're like, I got some notes from last week's show. So Word. let's talk about that. I appreciate that. that. So we're going to be trying to do things a little differently now. You know, we'll bring you our weekly updates because we got a vent and counseling costs money. And I, I mean, you, y'all know I'm all about some counseling. But um, so we will bring you our weekly updates. But we're also going to bring you 
show rewind some things it's almost like a what i wish i would have said or maybe some things that we (laughs) (laughs) you know were brought to our attention through people um sending us ig messages nobody emails us yeah nobody fucking emails us man (laughs) like i feel like such a loser because i listen to other podcasts and they're like reading letters are y'all making up emails yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Let us know. At one point, I started we'll to think the strawberry letter was being made up. I was like, they got fucking right. You like, ain't no way. Yeah. And it, ain't no fucking yeah. way. And I mean, I feel like Nephew Tommy can't prank but so many damn people. Right. He's like, like, mama, I'm going to call you. Yeah. And- hey, man, tell sister so-and-so at the church, man, I'm going to call her. Just tell her to go along with the shit. Exactly. Right. There's no way. So, you know, we'll have a little more structure to the show, and we'll be sure to introduce new segments to you guys and you tell us how you feel about it and we'll go from there so let's get to the rewind so this week's rewind actually comes from a former show that we did we talked about love for children being automatic and love for your partner having to be something that's earned or something that's worked on right And while I tend to agree with that sentiment, it was brought to my attention that some people struggle with that concept. Um, You know, for whatever reason, parents may not automatically love their children. And I don't think that's something that they deserve any type of judgment for. um, Because one thing we always want to be is trauma-informed people. That's your counseling term for today, okay? And trauma-informed basically means treating everyone as if they've gone through some type of trauma throughout their lives and being sensitive to their needs. So... So you gotta treat everybody with kid gloves? Not really everybody with tr- kid gloves, but being careful not to trigger anybody. So apparently... But you can't be but so careful because you don't know what triggers Absolutely. Somebody. Absolutely. But when you talk about parenthood... And, oh, it's automatic. For a lot of women, it's not because of postpartum, um, because of some, you know, maybe it's an unexpected pregnancy. And they, like, work through their whole nine months to figure out how do I love this person. And, I mean, just honest self-disclosure. Like, I love this little girl, but I am really just, like... I'm going to birth her and she's going to do skin to skin with her father. That will be the first person she does skin to skin with. Cause clearly, she better we, love me. clearly we got beef, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so, and you I stupid. mean, I kid, but for some women that is, that's real, right? Yeah. So this week on Instagram, we actually found a young lady. Um, and she got a little bit of backlash. Um, I think she's a little bit younger. She's in her twenties or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, her name's Olivia. Her name on Instagram, um, her holistic path that's all one word so um if you're not following her check her out but basically like her story was she wrote some candid words about like how she didn't instantly um fall into the conventional i i'm just ready to be a mother and happy to be a mother um she still had like her you know her own life that she kind of wanted to live and Mm -hmm. she expressed that and it just went terrible in terms of the comments (laughs) but she was able to flip that into a positive and um there's actually a lot of people who you know, do echo that exact same feeling. And um, it's kind of funny. I remember the episode that we had initially talked and what makes uh, made us want to rewind. Uh, rewind when we found this. Um, Nella B was talking about, like, you know, just the instant um, instant bond that kids mm-hmm. and, and mothers form. And, you know, the, the fact that she had carried Jackson for those nine months. And I, I'm sure the kid is probably going to naturally love uh, love mom because mom takes care of him and all that other stuff but 
who's to say that's true for you know the mom right. who's to say that she was ready to be a mom who's to say that she doesn't resent the father who's to say that she had that child willingly we don't know if she was raped or whatever right. there's so many different instances and i don't think that was something that we thought about when we were initially talking about this subject right and i i can definitely say being pregnant and talking about something like that of course i'm automatically thinking of how in love with this child i envision right and just just being <laughs> all my feelings and then honestly as it's progressing i mean again the love I don't think has changed, but <laughs> like how much ass. I really kind of like <laughs> this kid right now probably has. And, and it really meant, you know, it, this was another counselor who came to me and, and, and brought this up. And I, that's what I love about my counseling community is we're able to kind of give some different perspective on things. Um, but it really made me go back and think about my DSS experience and how I had young mothers um who were in their early 20s with seven and eight kids and all of the kids were in yeah and all of the kids were in care and it wasn't so much that maybe they didn't love this child they didn't know how to love this child you know that particular mom was a product of dss and in and out of foster care herself crazy right so she she didn't know how to love them how to care for them and, you know, we're so quick to pass judgment. You're a mother, for God's sakes. <laughs> but it doesn't come natural for everybody. It Absolutely. really, really doesn't. Hey, real talk. Fatherhood ain't come natural. But, I mean, I don't know if that's different. <laughs> but fatherhood ain't come natural for my pops. And I, apparently it didn't for his daddy neither. So, I get it. Like, for, I don't think parenthood is natural, actually, when you think about it. Hmm. I mean, because, I mean, you spend so much time learning just how to take care of yourself. Like, it's... It's not like we're trained to take care of another human being. And you know what's so funny? And I think, I think fatherhood is less natural. Yeah, I I, I can. I'm doing quote fingers, but less natural. Because we don't have titties and we don't breastfeed. (laughs) No, but society puts these roles on us. Yeah. And boys are not taught from an early age how to parent. You get what I'm saying? Like girls now ain't taught how to. Well, I don't. I don't know about now, but I will I say, say like, when I was like young, I, no, when I was younger, my mom would say, "Jessica, get your baby, put your blanket on your baby, <laughs> put your stroller." You know what I mean? Like I it see. was acceptable for us to play house yeah. and for us. And you know, if you, because I remember my cousin, so my poor curse, my poor cousin Ernie Paul. Hey, Ernie Paul, um, <laughs> but he's the only boy, and yeah. so when we would rope him into like playing house and he had not met your nasties come on but we rope him we in the south you know what I'm saying not like that but we rope him into playing it would be like boy get out there go get that dang football like what the hell you know because we'd be like go get the can you get the baby we gotta go grocery shopping that type of of thing and I think so it's less natural for guys than it is for girls but you know, I, I really felt like it was important for us to rewind back to this topic to acknowledge that if you are a mom or even a dad who has struggled with connecting with your child, more than likely you are not alone. There are resources out there for you. And, you know, we get that you're doing the best that you can. Our show, we don't know that shit. I don't know that you're doing your best. <laughs> okay, not for everybody. I ain't gonna say that. If you're
you're doing the best that yeah, you can. if you are. <laughs> but, um, you know, our show's called We Here, man, because we literally are making this shit up as we go. So, yeah. you know. Somehow. <laughs> somehow we making it. We still surviving. Grandmama said, by the grace of God. Lord. Hey, <laughs> my grandma says, Lord, take care of fools and babies and you ain't no baby. And that is... <laughs> I ain't no damn fool neither, shit. Oh, you got quiet as hell on that. <laughs> I, I was looking. I didn't see where I put you my looking glass. At what? Oh. I was looking for my glass. Oh, okay. That's the excuse. <laughs> but that's actually a really good segue into today's topic, which is parenting styles. Okay. Right. So... And we kind of touched on it a little bit last week. You try to make it sound like I was an attached parent. I think we did touch on it last week. That's and right. I do think that CV is more of an attachment style parent than I am. Let's say, let's say I thought that until Monday. Word. <laughs> so, um, taking Jack into school on Monday was extremely hard <laughs> because... I, you know, we go into school, the whole freaking school's in the cafeteria, and my bright, confident little boy who was walking ahead of me just a moment ago starts, like, clinging to my leg, and he he looks up at me, and he goes, Mommy, I'm so confused. And I said, I know. It's, it's Look, a- I didn't know how to get to the dude's classroom the other day. I was like, where the <laughs> fuck do I go again? It was a labyrinth, right? Yeah, like, it's it, big. It was crazy. I don't know why they expect kindergartners to be able to get to the back of the school. Yeah, man. I don't like that shit. I th- usually, kindergarten classes are, are like closer really close. Yeah. yeah. So, pause for the uh, hydration. Yeah, I'm about to say that. I'm like, you just going to take a sip in, mid, in mid-sentence? I, I get dry mouth. But, um... So I take him in there, we find his teacher, and when we find his teacher, uh, she's like, yeah, just have him have a seat on the bench. If he doesn't need breakfast, he can just have a seat on, on there. And CV had made us a wonderful breakfast, so he was good to go. And so it's all these kids, a woman sitting with her chi- her baby, not her school-age child. I just want to point that out. She was not sitting next to her school-age child, and then empty space. So here goes my son. He's sitting in his empty space and I fly into like this rage, like in my head. And I'm like, I I don't know if that rage was warranted. I mean, I get it. It probably wasn't. It was probably why Jackson sent me out (laughs) because I was like looking at her like, okay, you need to move. You're sitting by the children. Why is my child sitting by himself? You're sitting by children. And so I say, I say to him, Hey Jackson, do you want to sit by the kids? He said, no, I'm fine. I said, are you sure? Because we can make you some space. We, me and this woman sitting here, I'm Mm. locking eyes with her. And uh, he's like, mom, I'm fine. You can go. So after being dismissed, I was heartbroken. But I and was she's like, gonna hit me up, <laughs> and I'm just I'm just on the phone like, yo, Jackson is good, man. Like, I know I know Jackson. Like, it's funny because like I remember I used to worry about some of that stuff. Like, um, you know, when I drop him off, usually he would whine only because his ass was tired. But I mean, for the most part, Jackson you know, is a pretty social kid. I do have my worries about some stuff because I know he's like, he he likes to be accepted. Of course, I just don't want him to. Uh, tried to do anything stupid to gain acceptance per se but yeah i mean the kids he's he's good he's good he makes a friend anywhere he he really does but when i left 
there were still parents there and then I thought this thought hit me this free range parenting thing is really easy when they're not going anywhere yeah you full of shit (laughs) (laughs) basically you know this free range parenting thing is amazing when you're like oh I totally let my kid go upstairs while I'm downstairs so what exactly is free range parenting it just means you let them kind of like do what they do so free Parenting is basically a parenting style where you allow your child to explore the world with limited parental supervision. Now, is that is, like them people that let their kids move out when they like thirteen or fourteen? Okay, so I was gonna <laughs> like say what Jaden Smith did. He I was gonna say out, this is apartment. totally on a spectrum. <laughs> it's totally on a spectrum, and a smaller and you, spectrum. You have to think about when is age appropriate for that to allow you allow that to happen. <laughs> so in my head, throughout the years, what it's been like when when he was walking, free range parenting would be allowing him to walk in front of you. Um, Word, opposed nah. to opposed to like making him stand by your His side. Ass is holding my we, hand, right? Because I remember yeah. we were in the mall one time, and I was kind of like letting him do his thing in front of me. And CV is like, "What are you doing? Get his hand!" And I'm like, "He's fine. I can see him. It's okay." No, um, not. <laughs> so it, it ranges from that to like when you let him play out in the neighborhood. He can go. He knows he can go two streets to the right, two streets no, to the left. No, he can't. <laughs> it, homeboy just, can go two houses down yeah, I'm just saying and I realized yeah. I'm that parent yeah and, and you was about to take a damn dining room table chair and sit your ass outside to watch him like, first of all don't tell my business okay <laughs> <laughs> like, I like I'm the cool one on the podcast don't tell my business Whatever. But, but no he's he's absolutely right Jackson had to tell me to go inside he's like are you see- mom you oh, about okay. to watch me yeah, he's like, you don't have to watch me, and I was like, but I do, but I do. I ain't gonna lie though. The other day, I was, I was, I was faking throwing out trash. I saw his ass. I was like, man, cause I seen a new little boy. I ain't know that little dude. I was like, hold up, man. I don't know what this little man about. You know what I'm saying? So let me see what he doing. So I am attempting to to definitely be more mindful on the podcast. I'm I'm gonna always bring y'all Nella B, but I'm trying to be more mindful. Y'all know I'm trying to. Do my counseling thing, but I thought the exact same thing. CB said. <laughs> I was like, uh, first of all, little boy bouncing a basketball on my son's head. I know he's short, but don't do that, okay? <laughs> Respect. Oh, he did that. <laughs> yeah, I didn't see that. What I didn't like that. Said? You know that like that, that thing. Yeah. What Jackson said. Jackson was like, "Come on, man!" Like, oh, that's like, what Jackson was trying to take the ball from. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. He. I know he my got, son is like you, four inches that, that, shorter than everybody. That's how you everybody. son him a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Because Jackson's so little. Like, I'm not okay with. that. I can see that. You got to understand. He, that's gonna happen on the park. You gonna have to let that go. And see, I I started to get out of my car. I said, "Uh, oh, put that basketball down." First of all, y'all didn't ask nobody <laughs> to play with that basketball. Yeah, you right. Just to save my. Son, I actually but. asked him. I said, "So, um, did y'all ask dude who basketball rack that is to play on it? Because like, no, for real. He was like, "Why would we do that?" I was like, "See, these little niggas trying to get fucked up out here today. <laughs> like, cause but for see, real, I could. Uh, it, but on the other end of that." And then, and then there's the extreme that CV said, you know, like allowing kids to move out at 13. Now, if you're not Jaden Smith and you're not making your own money, like Jaden Smith very clearly has some critical thinking skills <laughs> that most 13-year-olds didn't have, you know, at, when he was 13. He really had to think. He probably had like people to, that he paid. 
Right. Well, and them pay people to think for him. So apparently, like Michael Jackson's youngest son, who's like sixteen, lives by himself. Lives by himself too, but he has a whole Probably staff. Has like a staff of people. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, that's if you can afford to do that. I try to be rich so I can get me a goddamn staff. <laughs> Seriously. But like on the flip side of that, um, you have my cousin, who I feel like I can talk about because she don't listen to podcasts anyway. Who you talking about? <laughs> But, oh, um, I know you're talking about. She is Already. an extreme attachment parenter in my <laughs> mind. So our children are the same age. They're both five. We started the whole like sleep in your own bed probably about 13. Oh, 13 months. 13 months. It was probably earlier than that because Jackson had such a strict bedtime schedule like that when we yeah, didn't we follow it, bed, yeah. <laughs> we didn't follow it, we would find him asleep in front of the crib. So, like, he he knew where to go. But she was like, oh, my baby's in her own bed, too. But she had moved the toddler bed into her bedroom. <laughs> Man, he's stupid. And I was just like, no, that's not the same thing. So, we do this thing that we call adult time. And <laughs> adult time isn't going to really mesh well with him being in the room right. so his ass had to roll right and y'all know i look and as soon as i get this one sleeping through the night and not needing to like wake up and be attached to a breast she got to go too yeah she gone <laughs> so, i'm already planning that shit and i think like, she on the countdown yeah i think i started to label myself as the free range parenter only because you do free range shit that's convenient for you you're not a true free range parent like, Explain. like you said, like help, help by that, I mean, like, you know, with the sleeping thing, like you don't want to share your bed with them. So, of course, like you're going to do things, you know what I'm saying? Like that. Because somebody got to go. That means either you not sleeping in the bed or he not sleeping in the bed. Bed is made for two people. What do you mean? <laughs> me or him? I'm just saying. The nah. bed is made for two people. I used to be if like king wanna, size. I mean, all three of us can fit comfortably. If y'all want to fight it out. No, nah, ain't really been no fights <laughs> out with him in the bed. Like when we let him, uh, let him sleep with us the last time or whatever. But... For the most part, I think it's just some things like, you know, that's convenient to what makes you feel comfortable. Yeah. You're not like a true. But I'm not the parent who follows their kid around the park. CV is Shit. that. You are okay, that I parent. Am. You you on the slide? Okay, daddy on the slide. You on the swings? Okay, daddy on the swings. <laughs> like, everywhere Jackson goes, that is where he is. Now, I don't mind going, finding a bench and saying, Jackson, this is where mama's going to be. I need to make sure that you are in my it eye It depends range. on how many people there. If there's it, other people there. If it can obstruct my view, I, then maybe. Absolutely. We both were the same way in Virginia. Now, he was a little bit younger, but what's most important about that is those parks were huge. And those parks were packed. Yeah, there was never a time we times. went there that it wasn't like a hundred fucking kids. <laughs> so I felt like I need to see this dude come off of this slide. Like, that, that was one of those parks where, like, you see a fucking scene from a movie. Yeah, it and, really like, was. Somebody abduct your child. That's one of the parks where that shit could happen. Like, <laughs> Uh, Mount Trashmore. Like, it was so busy, man. Like, it's... There, the... More specifically, Mount Trashmore, the little kid pavilion. Yeah, the kid pavilion. <laughs> is that That is huge, yo. Like, that kid pavilion, I don't even know, like, how many different, like, playground um things or whatever they yeah. have. Like, it was it's, a, it was it's a, a shit lot. ton of stuff. It was a lot. But, you know, the, the ultimate goal of what I call free-range parenting is just to instill... That was really country, but just to instill some um, sense of independence in my child and just to let him know that, you know, mommy 
mommy and daddy are always a few steps behind. You know what I mean? Right. Like, we'll always... No, I don't... I, I mean, I think... I don't mean in the literal sense. Come on. Yeah. Be poetic. Oh, I see. Go ahead. <laughs> but, like, we're always going to be there when you need us. But you ultimately have to be confident enough to do these things for yourself. So, like, this week... One of the things, like this morning, I took him to school and I did walk him in, but I let him know prior to walking him in, mommy's not going to walk you into school every day. And he said, well, who's going to help me? So there was a teacher at the door. I stopped at the door. I introduced myself. I had him introduce himself. And I said, go ahead and ask her. Go ahead and ask her. And then he basically asked, you know, will you help me when my mom doesn't come in? And so she explained everything to him about, you know, there's always it might not be me but there's always going to be a teacher here and they can teach they can show you where to go and blah 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 blah. and then we got in and we ran into this other lady and i think she just picked up on his hesitance yeah um and she started talking to him and, and it was beautiful she was just like you know what your mommy and daddy love you and they have blessed us with the opportunity to watch over you and we're gonna make sure that you're her safe her name was Miss Williams, I'll give you her first name when okay. we get off. Yeah. <laughs> but um, she's the reading coach at the school. Oh, okay. So we start talking about that too. And she said, you know what I want you to do? She said, I want you to go show mommy where the cafeteria is. And she said, can you can you do that and let mommy walk behind you? And he wasn't really having that. <laughs> he yeah. walked in front of me, but he was like reaching back for my hand. <laughs> um, but I let him know. I said, so tomorrow what's going to happen is you're going to walk me into the school. And then on Thursday and Friday. You ain't even going in. <gasps> hey, I'm not I there said yet. it, but I don't know if I I'm can feel it. I'm not there yet, man. I'm not there yet. Like, legit. I know I'm not there yet. So maybe you need to go ahead and continue dropping them off. Because daddy going to the damn door. <laughs> Like, I just need to know. I need to see with my eyes and see. That he got in yeah, all the way yeah, in. Yeah, he all the way in there. So, yeah. I guess we just two totally different types because I, I don't really know, man. I can't remember what my mom used to do. But I I think, I, yeah, I think she used to take me in every morning. And, and when you think about it, we have never just allowed him to go in anywhere. Cause, no. Because um, I remember even when he were when we were in Charleston... The one time I was late and I had to let him go in the car line. Yeah. I think I called you and I was like, this lady just came to the door and opened the door and just took him out of the just car. Just my baby. <laughs> right. Like, yo, but, you know she work at the school. But right? I was still okay because I could text your mom and say, hey, did, did Jack he make, it, make it into class okay? You know, and so that I'm still grappling with that. And maybe I'm just being, please. Guys, email us. We have an email no, address. No, they're not going to do that shit. <laughs> just stop asking. We hear man podcast <laughs> at gmail.com. Like, email me. Am I being extra? Like, nah, they, nah, it's cool, man. It's cool. <laughs> I don't even want y'all stink ass emails no more. Okay. <laughs> He's in his feelings. I still want y'all to email us. Yeah, I am in my feelings. But so. um, just know that my extraness is. is you saying it's valid? That's I cool. feel like it's valid. Word. I, hey, I'm not here to judge you. I, I told my mom a long time ago because I, I grew up kind of feeling uh, a little coddled, a little sheltered. Like I got to college and kind of had some experiences. I'm like, whoa, this is what's happening in the world. What is what is all of this? Um, and so I think that opens up the door for kids to experiment a lot more because yeah. they just they just never have had that. So I really just want him to be independent. And I told my mom a long time ago that my job as a parent is to 
raise him up in a manner where I can let him go and he can be productive in society because he doesn't belong to me. And while I firmly believe that, it is so hard to do. I don't know, man. I think um, I think I was kind of, when I look back on it and, you know, you saying that, it kind of made me realize, like, I was coddled. Like, mm-hmm. I was I was sheltered. Um, and, I mean, I came out just fine. Like, as you know, I'm an explorer. Like, and I'm not, yeah, I'm not like... Um, this one will go to the hoods of any country with any oh. stranger. We <laughs> got some stories about that. We should bring my homeboy on for that I one. got invited to the <laughs> Beyonce on the Run tour concert that's happening tonight as we record. And I was like, uh-uh, that's too many people, number one. I'm too pregnant. I need to be mobile. I need to be agile. Man, like, yo, did you hear nah. the security restrictions for that shit? Yeah, I did. You like, you yo, have no boy got airport. Bags. Yeah, them boy got them airport restrictions yeah. on that. They real serious about that shit. Like, nothing will happen tonight, people. If it does, Not up in here. Not in Not there. up in here. It's going to be outside that motherfucker <laughs> for sure. Like, it's... Man, I really wish I was driving Uber tonight, though. Like, oh, come up. Yeah. I mean, that surge, them surge yeah. prices going to be crazy tonight. Yeah, them boys about to come up tonight, man. Shout out to all the Uber drivers out there. But any final thoughts on free-range parenting? Um, I know that I'm not one. <laughs> so, like that's my thought. Like I know I'm gonna I'm call one. myself a semi-free range parent. I'm gonna call myself an attached parent. <laughs> like I legit am attached to my son. I love him. I just want to see him um, see like old age. And I just want to say, <laughs> free range does not mean that you're not attached to your children, but it does mean that you know you love them enough. To let them laugh. She's the same shit as me. But anyway, <laughs> so this week, man, we also want to go ahead and hit y'all with a pit and a peak. That's a high point and a low point, right? Yep. So the pit and the peak is our family tradition. This is something we do around the table. We are certain to have dinner with each other every night, um, be it structured or Courtesy of the chef. Yes, courtesy of the chef. Y'all give a shout out, out to the chef. Thank give you. It up, Can I get it? Okay. Cool. If it wasn't for CV, I promise y'all I wouldn't eat. Like, this is, it's way too much effort. Man, look, and then see the sad part is, you know, like I, I mean, she cook, but like sometimes it'd be quick meals, and you know, I like a lot of love for my food. People like, did you just season that chicken? Oh, and put I was it in the so skillet? offended the other day when she damn put <laughs> she put the salt and pepper on the chicken and shit, and and I was like, so you seasoning the chicken that we gonna eat tonight? So you didn't let it sit? It didn't yeah, I was like, whoa, 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 we we didn't marinate that motherfucking that at all. <laughs> Like, for real. I was so concerned, but man. But it was still good. It was good, but it could have been great. If you just who? You just need to put just a day ahead, at least. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> just let that shit sit. And so we're going to hit y'all with our pit and our peak. And we would love to hear y'all's weekly pit and peak. Like we yeah, man, got, shoot us a pit and peek. Yes, Put we got the, the IG line. stories, and we see y'all looking with y'all looking asses. But y'all don't, y'all don't hit the poll button. <laughs> y'all don't even hear. <laughs> and y'all don't comment. So come on. I mean, like, so what y'all gonna do is y'all gonna look and then not respond. I'm okay. like, really? So the extra second it would took you to hit yes, yes or no? Yes or no? Yeah. You can't let me. But um, go ahead, CV. I do start. The All right. So um, my pit. I had to go back to work. <laughs> Cause you know Monday came around and shit, so that was my pit. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, I'm blessed to have a job, thank you, and all of that. But um, yeah, that was my pit. My peak though, mm-hmm. my peak was awesome. Like, so after I picked up Jackson from school, um, even though he wouldn't give me no goddamn details <laughs> of what happened during the day, he, he's 
smart. He I'm gonna tell y'all about that shit too. But like, my peak was just like his energy from coming back from school. Like he was like, I had a great day, and I was like, so what happened? And this little dude gonna talk about. I don't remember. I was like, what you have for lunch, man? He's like, I don't know. I was like, yo, like you know, tell me about your teachers. He's like they're nice. Like all one word answers. <laughs> Nella B comes home. This dude was giving her a play he by said, play. So then he looked back like Yeah. Yeah. So it was it was very intentional in terms of how he He, he you just know, didn't gave want me to say day. it twice. Cut my baby some. Man, that's slide. fucked up. That's so fucked up. And I even went and got this dude a fucking ice cream after we got home. I was like, all right, it's gonna be a first day of school treat. This little dude ain't give me no details. No details. No love for He's daddy. He's smart. But it was still my pick He's to see loyal. him happy. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. That's awesome. So, my pit. Hmm. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm curious. I, um, I'm very thankful to have a job. I love what I do. But I do work in an environment where people just can't seem to mind their own business like you know what i mean (laughs) (laughs) it's just i I feel like work is difficult when you try to do your job and somebody else's job and i just feel like things function better um when you do your own job (laughs) so that's been that's been something that's been difficult to deal with but the way that i (laughs) the way that i combat that is i do my job I do my own job. That's what you do. Um, I have a hard time when people suggest things for she has my an job. Authority issue, people. It's I really don't because if it's coming from the appro- appropriate authority, you know what I mean. Like if you are, say, my supervisor, oh, your and husband? you, you have no control at work. Sorry. No, <laughs> I know, but I'm talking about like you know just just like just in general. You don't be wanting to pay my ass No, because this is a partnership. Yeah, but I mean, when I say some shit, you take it as if I'm trying to instruct. When I... That's a whole other podcast. Yeah. But if you are my supervisor, I could take it. Now, if you happen to be the supervisor of medical records and you know nothing about uh, clinical counseling, please don't make any suggestions. Slide your ass on. Right. To go ahead. Grab your file and go file that shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now, my peak. My peak is always and forever going to be coming home to my family like you know oh, I'm going to I'm going to spice it up and give y'all something different yeah, every week old song but shit. I will say Jackson did warm my cold heart <laughs> when I came in here and said so how was your day he was like so we did da, 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 Man, da. and then CV was like really do Really? <laughs> so you just I was a- pissed. Like, I couldn't even hide that shit. I was so he mad. Really, he, he really didn't. He was. Um, I was about to not fix him a plate neither, man. <laughs> Let that little dude go hungry, man. I was like, fuck this. This disrespect. This blatant disrespect, mm-hmm. man. That's mm-hmm. all that is right there. But remember, y'all, this is our family tradition. So we are sharing it with y'all as part of our We Here Man family. Please participate. Let us know what your pit and peak of the week is. And, you know, share with us what you would like yeah absolutely I, uh, we appreciate you again for listening people um, we're here on you know most of the platforms so that's Apple Podcast that's your Google Play um, Anchor of course thank you for Anchor for giving us a platform to create mm-hmm. these um, iHeartRadio 
um, and just about anywhere where you can enjoy your podcast. We want to get your reviews too. So um, start putting in more reviews, people. Um, for those of you who are listening and have not done so, <laughs> um, definitely appreciate you listening. But drop that review and let them know how great we are. Give us that five. Um, also, share, man. Like, share it with your friends. Yeah. You know what I mean? We want to see some more growth out here. So share the pie with your friends and we just thank you for it. Yep, so thank you again for listening, and remember, we here, man. We here.